0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Please Ask Mickey, a podcast about talking real shit when it comes to being a woman, being a mum, being a dog mum, a cat mum, a lizard mum, I don't know, whatever mum you are or aren't. You don't have to be a mum, you don't have to want to be a mum, you don't even have to be a woman, like I literally don't care if you have a fucking body sausage hanging between your legs. Like doesn't bother me. Not body racist about. Is my favourite thing <laughs> ever. Phil, <laughs> you're not supposed to <laughs> I'm sorry. be here yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so I just cut to the chase. You so can't I've got my with body sausage. <laughs>
1: it's hilarious. Yeah,
0: I know it's a good one. I actually came up with that on my own.
1: I know. I, I didn't have no even doubt. steal it of anybody. I have
0: no doubt. So I've got my sister-in-law, <laughs> Philippa, back again, um, by popular demand. Oh, you guys! You guys
1: just—you <laughs> just wanted me, wanted me again. Here I am. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> and we were having coffee this morning in like our active wear, and I was like, "What are you doing today?" <laughs> and I was just going to have a chat. About, we're, uh, about relationships. Um, and I was just going to do it on my own. And then we started talking about it. And I was like, let's get you on. And it's something we talk about fairly often <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, our partners are pretty similar. I mean, yeah. my partner's your brother.
1: So, I know. So it's weird that my partner is like my brother. Ugh, Ugh. Rank. <laughs> They're just so similar in their personalities and them their mannerisms and we can just relate I know. so much because we're so similar and as I
0: well. I feel like Yeah, and I feel like even though he's your brother, I can be come to you and be like, Oh my god, Chris is shitting me to tears be at like, the moment or he did this the other day and you'll yeah, be like I know, totally on I know my side. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got you back, girl. <laughs> like always on your side. <laughs> your Poor family Chris. Always is.
0: <laughs> your dad's like, shut up for yourself, tell him off <laughs> Because <laughs> he's always just like piss off, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, babe. Um, but yeah, we're t- we're, we're discussing uh, relationships, but especially relationships after having a child. Because if you have had a kid, I can guarantee you understand that your relationship does change because all of a sudden it goes from just the two of you to no longer you are each other's number one priority because both of your number one priority is now this child. And, you know, for some people it's like really huge adjustment. For a lot of men it's like all of a sudden all the attention isn't on them or, you know, it's just this its this huge adjustment. And it, and it can be different depending on personalities. But I feel like we have – I've discussed with like many new mums or many mums and, and dads and stuff like that. And there just seems to be, I guess, uh, um, a common – Theme yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Across a relationship. I feel like any anyone that I've ever spoken to who has a child, they go through the same thing in their relationship. Totally. It's like the same story. It's, and it needs it's to an,
0: happen. Yeah. Like it's so important and it definitely goes, oh, actually I should also throw out, I meant to say this at, as, at the beginning as like a bit of a disclaimer, I'm phlegmy as fuck at the moment. I'm so sorry <laughs> if I make <laughs> a, a, a I rude really I'm so interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> Philippa and I are both really phlegmy. (laughs) So Just in case you hear a bit of (laughs) like some really rank noise. I'm so (laughs) sorry. Um, Or if my voice is really like froggy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We
1: got two frogs in the house Oh my goodness.
0: I've just been like popping homeopathic pills
1: like (laughs) bloody. I've been eating raw garlic every hour to try and kill this phlegm out like Get it out of my body with raw garlic. It
0: literally just smells like a walking, talking pizza parlor. Yeah.
1: Oh, I feel (laughs) sorry for anyone who has to sniff me. I was on the
0: phone to you the other day, and I'm like, "So what are you doing?" And you're like, "I'm just literally, (laughs) like, I've got a whole bulb. What is it? (laughs) A a bulb? An entire bulb of garlic, and I'm putting it on toast. And I'm like, that (laughs) sounds
1: fart. (laughs) It was so horrible. It was like, take a bite." Burn my mouth, skull some water. Repeat. But,
0: like, I love your reasoning as well. Someone said to you that, like, in <laughs> Russia, they they treat garlic like, you know, the Indians treat cows. Like, it's basically God to them because it saved them. They yeah. have, like, garlic on all of their doors and stuff. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, well, if it's good enough for Russia, it's good enough for me. <laughs> feels it's like they it can save Russia, it can save Philippa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anyway, Phil smells like garlic and I sound like, Flem. Yeah, anyway, I word. love the word phlegm because I feel like it's one of those words that the spelling of it oh is my God, it's... so relevant to what it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I try no, and explain this actually. to people. No, no I'm sorry, I don't see, know. See, I love words so much. So to me, I'm just like, oh my God. I look at the word phlegm and I'm like, it's F- what a beautiful per word. her ha- lem And like the G and the H and that, It's just beautiful. And I'm like, that is the perfect word for what it's describing. Anyway, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. No one gives a fuck about what, how I feel about the word phlegm. <laughs> no, they
1: don't. Let's go back to relationships anyway.
0: <laughs> Let's get <laughs> back on, on track. Yeah. Anyway, so back to relationships <laughs> yeah. and how your relationship can change after having a kid. So... I think the biggest thing I've found um, for Chris and I, and Chris and I are really, I'm really lucky because um, Chris is awesome and he's a really good dad and he's a beautiful, beautiful partner and we don't fight. We're not like crazy fighters. We never had fights. We have discussions or we make passive aggressive
1: comments. Yes, I love the <laughs> passive aggressive comments. You've definitely heard <laughs> or of the jokes, Or the jokes. Oh, like- yeah. Joking about something, but you're actually serious.
0: Yeah, but I'm actually having a dick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how we communicate more. We've never had a yelling match. We've never slammed, actually, I think I've slammed doors, um, but not like after a fight, more like in a way to just get his attention yeah, yep. just so he knows I'm cranky. So, yep. like, when I come back out of that door, yep. your attitude better change. <laughs> I've,
1: I'm the same. <laughs> haven't thrown plates, do no. slam doors just to, like, get my point across that yep. I'm pissed off, but I'm not going to necessarily, like, swear or yell. Just, just make some noise. Just,
0: like... Be a little bit scared. Like when I come back into the lounge room, I want you to be on your hands and knees. <laughs> yeah.
1: like, Nick Minnity's like, what even happened? I know.
0: That's the most disappointing thing. Disappointing? <laughs> disappointing.
1: That's the phlegm. That's what the phlegm's doing to it's me. It's just making you miss whole syllables.
0: Oh, I know. <laughs> so disappointing because I'll like, you know, walk into a room or like go into our bedroom and slam the door or lock myself in our cupboard and cry or whatever come back out expecting literally all of the sympathy in the world and chris is just like (laughs) sitting there watching tv like what have you been doing (laughs) where did you go where did you go (laughs) and i'm like i shouldn't have to tell you you should be asking me how i am because i obviously have just been crying in the cupboard for 15 (laughs) minutes like have you not thought like where is she what is she doing no No. he's like oh literally felt like two minutes
1: yeah yeah, didn't even really know you were gone though, nah, to be
0: honest. I'm just catching up on making a murderer. I hope you didn't <laughs> mind that I'm fifteen <laughs> minutes ahead and you now don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, um,
1: that's, the, that's not that's not cool. Like that's that's a low blow going ahead of a series that you're watching together. Yeah,
0: I know. But <laughs> see my rule is if you fall asleep that's not my fault. Yeah, true. That's on you, that's not on me. There was a while there we were, I can't remember what we were watching back. Chris kept falling asleep and then we'd watch and he's like, I haven't seen this bit. You have to go back like half an hour. And I'm like, hell no. Like we have to, (laughs) we have to set some ground rules. You fall asleep. You're the weakest link. That's on you. We're not coming back. I'm not... Rewatching all of this just because you're pathetic and fell asleep on the couch? Nah, hell nah. Nah, I'm am I'm, I'm there with you. I completely agree with that <laughs> yeah. rule. So that's the new rule because I was just like <laughs> so done with rewatching episodes. Um,
1: yeah. but anyway, so back to relationships <laughs> after having yeah, so, kids. Yeah, so so this podcast is about <laughs> relationships.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I found the biggest thing for Chris and I was um that after having a child. We went from this, I guess, team perspective and this team relationship to both of us kind of like, you know, I would be like, you don't understand what I'm going through. My whole life's changed. Like, I like my whole life isn't just going out for coffees with the girls and doing this kind of stuff. I've got like screaming child I have to deal with every single day. It's not just sleeping while they're sleeping. I'm sleep deprived. I'm getting up at night. Um, my nipples. It's 24
1: seven though. That's the thing. Like you become a mum if you are the stay at home parent and let's say parent because there is
0: plenty of stay at home dads. So
1: if you're the stay at home parent, you're 24 seven. Yes. You might get to I don't know, chuck on a movie or, like, go have a coffee or actually leave the house. But you're then <laughs> – you're still Lucky. on call 24-7, whereas oh. the person who's working, it's, you know, maybe 9 to 5, you come home, you can switch off. So it's a really hard thing to understand where each other are coming from. And totally. it's almost like a battle of who's, who's got it the more? hardest yeah, or who's totally. doing more, or, like – you know, it's not fair you get to go to work and then you can switch off when you come home. And they're yeah. like, well, it's not fair that you can, you go don't go coffee. to work. Yeah. You can go
0: out for coffee. And <sighs> and I'm like, oh, my God, if only it was just going out for
1: coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but, I guess but it's like you need that adult interaction.
0: Oh, my God. Otherwise, like, you go crazy. Yeah. And I think um, Chris and I actually discussed it one time because I actually kept... Being like, I don't understand how you don't understand how I'm feeling. Yeah. And then I was thinking about how I used to think before I actually had a child. I used to be like, oh my God, all I want to do is be a stay at home mom. That's yep. the dream. Like, just literally just doing whatever I want, just spending time with my child. They'll be like my mini <laughs> yeah. and we're just like wear matching outfits and like go and catch up with friends and go on coffee yeah. dates and like, you know, go to cafes and stuff. In my head, I was like, that's all a stay-at-home mom does. Oh, pretty Fuck much. That. That's yeah. so fabulous. Yeah. Like I will be your trophy wife, like just shower me with gifts yeah. and I will pump babies out for you. That sounds fabulous reality is reality is (laughs) being a stay-at-home mum is fucking hard i like i was like god i cannot wait (laughs) i just want to go back to
1: work i know and i remember feeling like that oh my gosh
0: and because the thing is you're working so hard but you don't get shit
1: for it yeah and then that's another thing that comes into play is that you've got this guilt that you're not you know helping provide financially but you're still working your ass off (gasps) keeping a child alive but you're not technically bringing in any money and it's then yeah you feel guilty for spending anything because you didn't earn it even though you should you're supposed to be a team and that you know that one income is is for the family it still feels a little bit
0: You feel so guilty. Yeah, totally. And even if like, like I know for us, Chris never said anything to make me feel um, that it was his money or anything like that. Yeah. But it was just, you can't help and they can't help as well um, to themselves think I've worked so hard for this. And then you s- can so easily spend it or yeah. whatever. Like, you know, if they're watching watching groceries come out because they're at work not spending money. Yeah. But you have to be the one spending the money because yeah. you're <laughs> keeping the house going. Yeah, exactly. So they're just like, here I am working and all you're doing is, yeah. you know, spending money. And they are like, w- like, who do you think you are? The fucking housewives of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Sunshine guy <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Like, get off yeah. your hike. Don't go for bloody long lunches. And I'm like... I'm not I'm literally just getting groceries for the week
1: yeah yeah exactly and that's the other thing is you go from you have to adjust two incomes yeah. down to one and that's absolutely and that's hard and, and I I know you know most people who <laughs> do have a baby and go down to one income it's it's really hard financially and yeah. that's another pressure on your relationship is oh, totally. financial struggle and I feel like that in my experience that's one of the hardest pressures that we've sort of been through.
0: Oh, and like as a guide, that's a huge pressure.
1: Yeah. No
0: wonder they're so like stressed about it. No wonder they're sort of sitting there going like you don't understand yeah. because yeah, it's all well and good that um, like they understand your role and they understand what you're doing. And, yes, like their life hasn't changed that much because they're still going to work. They're still doing the same thing that they were doing before. But just knowing that if anything happens, yeah, exactly. if they can't work, if they lose their job, that's their
1: entire family. Exactly, It's the, no longer just yeah. all of that weight is on their shoulders. Yeah. I remember we went to New Zealand skiing one time and we all hired skis. And then last minute Ed went... Actually, I'm not going to ski because if I hurt myself, I can't yeah. work. And then, you know, that's an, a, that pressure, that immense pressure that he feels to provide financially. He, you know, you can't even sort of enjoy yourself on a holiday. Totally. You've got to think about can you still work if you're hurt?
0: oh, I know, I've been trying to get... I'm like, Chris, you should get back into footy just, like, playing oh, yeah, casually. Said that to Ed too. And he's like, I can't. Yeah. Like, what happens if I injure myself? Yeah. Um,
1: and they're not getting any younger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Totally. And he's like... And, and Chris also gets frustrated because...
1: Oh my god! I just burped.
0: How embarrassing! <laughs> I've been waiting
1: for that. <laughs> I was Guys, I'm I,
0: pregnant. Just leave I knew me alone. This I'm literally just sweating and burping and being rank. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. so, I'm so disgusting.
1: Oh, lucky it's a podcast and we can't see you.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! It's like I feel like the first time I was pregnant. Just to just segue a little bit, the first time I was pregnant, I was. Some of the symptoms I just didn't get. I was like, I felt like I was just never gassy and I never felt sick. And I was a bit, I was like, I got sweatier um, and I got a bit crankier. This time, oh, every single symptom on fucking steroids. Yeah. I'm like.
1: But you also have. A toddler to look after, so I feel like that might oh, my make tolerance your yeah your tolerance levels are down. You you got like you got a lot more on your plate. The
0: amount of times that I like do something psycho, like be like an actual crazy person, and then just cry about the fact that I'm a psycho <laughs> is just <laughs> insane. i can't even deal with it the emotion (laughs) is real i'm such when have i been this psycho person like i just can't deal (laughs) it's getting better now that my hormones are starting to level out a bit because i'm in the second trimester but fuck me dead that first (laughs) trimester (laughs) oh i was painful um like yeah i remember so painful
1: i remember myself with my second pregnancy my daughter's Seven on Sunday, so it's been a long time, but I remember just being an emotional mess when I was pregnant with her. Like I'd fall in a heap on the ground and cry and Ed would literally have to pick me up off the ground and be like, What? Like what? Tell me what you want me to say. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Why don't you know? What 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 just happened? Why are you
0: crying? Oh my gosh! It's literally been a fucking journey. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times where I've just looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like,
1: "Who are you?" Oh, I know. I know.
0: Pull your shit together.
1: <laughs> but it's just—it feels really uncontrollable, doesn't it? The emotion.
0: Oh, so much. Um, yeah. It just—it literally just takes over my body. Like I feel like I've been. Um, taken over by like a demon or something. Like I literally unzip my exterior (laughs) and beneath is just this like dragon from fucking hell (laughs) who is just here to just rip shreds on people (laughs) and just like doesn't take shit. Normally I'm just like (coughs) – I'm kind of like – Known for being a fairly patient person. Yeah. Like, I have to deal with Chris. I'm a very patient person.
1: (laughs) Say no more.
0: (laughs) Your dad all the time is just like, God, you're patient. (laughs) 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 You've met him. Love it. Chris, Chris is like, this isn't going to be an episode where you just throw me on the bus the whole time.
1: No, no, not at all. Like, we say really nice things about Chris on podcast. and I'm like, don't act like you listen anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um, meanwhile, you're getting texts from him like, oh, hey, babe, just, you know, just love you, <laughs> yeah. sucking up, so I'm like, sucking up tech.
0: <laughs> I didn't, I just got a call, I just got a, I just got a miss call in a text saying, call me now. And I'm like, uh, sorry, who do you think I am? I don't have time to, I'm like <laughs> in the middle of a podcast. I'm a very important person.
1: Don't you know this by now? Like, <laughs> don't, don't you know who you I am? Know who I am?
0: Uh, so f- what were we talking about before we started? Anyway, I was about to segue onto something else. Another story the other day, I posted something a conversation of Chris and mine on my Instagram and ha- and I like tagged his Instagram which I normally don't do because there's just no point because as <laughs> yeah. as the over 70 people who clicked on his instagram handle would have found out is a very <laughs> yeah. disappointing instagram because he hasn't posted since 2013 where he like yeah. posted his top 10 <laughs> triple j hits and i'm like you know some of my podcasters are <laughs> and like some of my followers are also international so just to add to insult like that would have been yeah. completely <laughs> irrelevant for them they're like
1: why has he posted this you need to take over his instagram kind of like um, Celeste Barber did with her husband. Oh, like hot husband. Hot husband. You need to take over his Instagram account and just make it cool. Like Chris
0: wouldn't be hot, although he is hot. He's definitely hot, but hot husband's already taken. Chris would be grumpy husband. Grumpy. Oh, yes. <laughs> grumpy Chris. And grumpy. he's not my husband either, yeah. so he can just be grumpy Chris.
1: <laughs> I feel like this is something you need to do. You need oh to take God. over his Instagram and you need to give it, like, Just some
0: I've told him all the time. I'm like, you're just such
1: a great character in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, he really is. And he's actually really funny. (laughs) I know. So
0: that's the other thing. He tells me all the time that he's funnier than me. Yeah. And I'm like, according to who? (laughs) Himself. (laughs) Himself. I know (laughs) exactly. He's like, I'm way funnier than you. You're lame funny. And I'm like, oh, Okay. (laughs) Mr, like, okay, you show me the career you've made on your sense of humour. Then let's get back to me. I'm, like, such a wanker right now. I'm so fucking funny. No.
1: How many followers do you have?
0: I don't have many. (laughs) I'm such a pleb, though, so I can't talk like that. I can't talk as (laughs) someone, like, some famous wanker. You wouldn't, anyway. (laughs) That's not you. It'd be very disappointing when people are like, oh, my God, this chick's, like, actually a player. <laughs> no one knows who the fuck she is.
1: <laughs> anyway, so relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I feel like, um, back to relationships, but I was saying this to you before, but I feel like, um, you know, I've got some really good friends and we've all got kids similar ages. And I feel like in our relationship, we always kind of are going through something similar at the same time. It's like it... There's almost like a <laughs> a journey of what your relationship goes through at, at a dif- at each age and each stage.
0: Well, yeah, that's why I wanted to get you on here as well, because we were talking this morning and we were like you know discussing relationships after children. And, I mean, my kid turns two in a few weeks. So, like, my, <laughs> not my expertise, because it's definitely not expertise, but my experience yep. finishes at two years. Yeah. That's it. Whereas you've got, um, your eldest is nine.
1: Oh, uh, no, he's about 80. He's, actually. like, about
0: 100.
1: On oh my the God. inside, he's, he's he's
0: He's an old, an man. old man. He literally <laughs> is. This Mania, which is Philippa's oldest son. Um, only son but the eldest (laughs) the eldest son yeah you know how kids like come up to you and they're like you know auntie mickey did you know and you know that you're going to know exactly what they say but you have to pretend that you don't know mania's never told me anything that i didn't like he's never told me anything that i knew
1: i know he's He's so so smart
0: he's like gonna be like elon musk and he calls me and he's like calling me because he's troubled about you know how the world like is the world going to end
1: like about world war and like he literally has the weight of the world on his shoulders he does and he wants to save the environment and he wants to (laughs) he wants to to he wants there to be world peace and he's worried about the world ending and blowing up and you know he's (laughs) Worrying about things that I'm like worrying about like <laughs>
0: kids being mean in the playground at night. I'm like, <laughs> he's got he's got bigger fish to fry. Than that. Oh my god! My favorite thing is though how frustrated he gets with us for being childish. Like we'll be just singing in the car or doing something, or we just like a paying him out about something that he said because he's so easy to pay out, and he's just like, oh, just the sigh, the size. and the and the roll of the eyes. Yeah. Not even in like he's trying to back chat or be rude, but just in a like. This is so frustrating that I have to deal with these children.
1: Like, you guys are supposed to be the adults, yet you're acting like <laughs> children. I feel like I'm the only mature one. <gasps> oh my
0: gosh. In I, feel this like, house. I feel like I say lighten up to Manny about a hundred times every single time. Oh, I, see I know, <laughs> I know, poor. Thing. Have a joke, Manny. <laughs> oh. oh,
1: but then he, he, he can have fun too, but he just, he's really just got. The weight of the world on his oh shoulders. My
0: God, so much. Um. Anyway, relationships. Yes. Yeah,
1: so I've got nine years from when I was pregnant the first time. So we've, you know, we've been through so many ups and downs in our relationships. Yeah. And it, you know, it's, it's, it's about, you know, you've you've got kids at different ages, and you're going through different things with the kids, and you might, you find that you might not see eye to eye on some on. Some parenting yeah. choices, which is really hard, which um, sort of comes to light more as they get older. Yeah, I think I was say it definitely would, like their schooling, the way you know. It um, is. He's an incredible dad, um, and he's just he's so chill, like he's so laid back that he can get frustrated at me for worrying about. Oh yeah, things. that's such a classic. I feel even that. Yeah, done. he's like just like just let them be kids. And I'm like, but what if they get kidnapped or, you know, I'm worrying about what he thinks is silly things. Yeah. So, it's yeah, it's yeah, as they get older, you realize that you you do have different views on how to parent and you can yeah. clash when you don't see eye to eye. Oh
0: my gosh. And I feel like most most relationships, it's just two very different personalities. Yeah, that's it really what works is. In a relationship.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> it like, can also be. Oh, I feel like every relationship is <laughs> so it can painful. Be, it can be really painful because you are so opposite. But I, I think almost every relationship I know of, it's like
0: opposites. you need a yin and oh sorry yin and yang. As Chris always pulls me up on. he's like. Yin doesn't have an a g at the end of it, and I was is like, that right apparently, mm. I don't know whether he's right although although or not, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely there's definitely a huge adjustment after you have kids, and I think a lot of it just comes down to each person is just really thinking about themselves like as the as the mum you're just like this is a huge adjustment for me. You don't realise how much I've given yeah. up. You don't know yeah. how, like, my life has changed so much, yours hasn't, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I think we're also not acknowledging and because obviously men aren't as good as at expressing their emotions, which we've discussed on podcasts before, they're, they're not as emotionally intelligent. Yeah. So they may seem like they're ignoring you or they may seem like they're doing fine or they may seem like they're not struggling or whatever but you know it's a really huge adjustment for them too it is, you've had yeah. nine months to kind of prepare for this yeah. and all of a sudden like you know they have all this pressure on them the financial pressure just like the pressure to provide and be the man of the family yeah. the man of the house and you know and a lot of the time they're like I don't know what you want me to do yeah exactly you need and to they sort of give them
1: instructions yeah, and I think they feel a bit useless sometimes like you what like what do I do with this baby I know and because especially at the beginning
0: when you've got a newborn they just want mum they do like because dad doesn't give them boob like yeah and you know even if you're breastfeeding or you're not breastfeeding it doesn't matter because they spent nine months inside of you so they want you when when they're upset they want you because they know you because yeah, they've exactly. been inside of your fucking body for like 10 months straight. Yeah. So, you know, that, and like, you know, they're happy to be around dad or whatever. Like they've heard his voice, but dad's not you. Yeah. They want mum. So I think it's, that's also really huge because I think the men feel quite
1: useless. They do. Yeah. And they, they just want to be able to yeah.
0: help in some way, shape or form. And they want to be able to help with the baby. Yeah. So like I always found, I would just, try and find things for Chris to do or things that I knew would make him feel more involved and helpful and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. And I think, like you said before, trying to understand what the other person's doing. Like, if you can, I guess, you know, they come home from work and then you're like, why aren't you bonding with the baby? But they've been at work all day and they've got to work and they've got to bond with the baby and they, they feel like... They yeah. can't do anything right. Yeah,
0: totally. And they're like, "I haven't had a rest." And you're like, "I haven't had a rest all day yeah. either." And everyone's just like, "I haven't slept." And you're, like,
1: "I haven't slept." Yeah, yeah it's like a competition. It who's, totally is. Who's got it the Who's got it the hardest? Yeah, I've got
0: it harder than you. No, but you yeah. like, it's so true. And you quietly are resenting them.
1: Yeah, and that resentment can can build over totally. the years and that that's Especially where you're you can run aware of it. yeah and that's where you can run into problems and I think it's just so important to try and really like both of you are doing it really hard and newborn totally. is hard it's a massive adjustment so if you can try and communicate yeah and understand what each other's
0: yeah and and, and you both patience for each yeah. other and I think cut cut each other some slack and not
1: compare
0: yeah and actually just like talk yeah. So instead of, you know, when they come home, like, and it's really hard because you're, you're not really the most, um, in, a, in, in a place to be reasonable because you're really <laughs> fucking tired. So like any nothing. kind of reasonable <laughs> I think is part of your is brain yeah. has literally just like flipped you off and said, fuck you, you're on your own. I'm not, yep. I'm not being reasonable today yep. because I'm really fucking tired yep. and I'm cranky. No, yeah. Just go
1: have a tanny. Like, that's totally. just all you need to do all right now. All you have now. to do is
0: have a tantrum and yell at him. Yeah, um, that's call him gonna useless. work. Yep. I know. Talk about how fucking useless his nipples are. Say something. <laughs> make him feel like shit. What are your nipples <laughs> even there for? That made me. I used to be so cranky. I'm like, put a shirt on. I can't even look at you. <laughs> Why are they there? What What is your biological purpose except (laughs) to just literally piss me off for existing? Like your mother spent time, like your mother wasted energy creating those stupid pieces of (laughs) fucking skin on your chest, what, were, what was the purpose ever? Take them off. Get them off. They're making me angry. I used to just be like, nah, put a shirt on. I can't even look at you. I'm
1: really confused <laughs> as to what their purpose is. I
0: seriously, like, if I ever meet God, I'm going to be like, oh, mate, I have some fucking questions for you. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I got a list. This <laughs> is my list of adjustments I'd like to make. <laughs> if I could either, like, make their nipples useless or get fucking rid of them. Take them off. Get some milk in there. Like, or, share the
1: feeding around. Oh my goodness. Or take them off so I don't have to look at them. And be don't. angry at them that they're not sore and getting bitten by a baby. Oh, I'm like, don't tease
0: me with the possibility that, like, don't tease me with, like, their physical existence. Just chop them the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Let them have bare chest. Let them just have a hairy chest and that's it. That covers it. That's fine. Whatever. Like... Yeah. But they don't need nipples. No, they I can absolutely. walk around with their nipples hanging out.
1: Yeah, no one's judging so them. Take them off if everyone's so offended. Take them the fuck off. Where's their <laughs> sports bra? Why do we have to walk around with tops on? Oh
0: my god, men's nipples shit me to tears. I can tell,
1: <laughs> and it
0: never, sh- it never, it never bothered me until I was breastfeeding, and I was like, God, what a useless fucking chest you've I know. got.
1: But also because breastfeeding really. Hurts. Like, oh, it can really hurt. Yeah. Like, literally. Why do
0: you get nipples that don't hurt? I feel like it's like, you. well, you do know because you do CrossFit and stuff, but back in the day, this is hard for probably most people to imagine, but I used to do CrossFit. Yep. I was never good at it. My body's not designed for CrossFit. <laughs> and my body's designed for long walks on the beach and yoga.
1: And you gave it a crack. I so gave like, it that's a That's really I mean I ended thing. up with rhabdo,
0: but, like, I gave it a good hard crack. Yeah. But I remember, like, you know when you're doing... I don't know like all the culty stuff like kip pull-ups and all it's that culty sort of stuff. <laughs> it's a fucking cult. <laughs> <laughs> we get it you do CrossFit. <laughs>
1: Hey, just for the record, I don't do CrossFit anymore. I know, that's
0: how I can say it. <laughs> um, but, you know, and you get, like, calloused hands, but then because you're doing it all the time and, like, you've just got to work through it, you just got to keep picking up that bar and just, like, keep banging the powder or the sh- whatever, the flour is <laughs> the jaw. The flour. <chort. laughs> the flour. <laughs> Bring here? some flour to the gym. Let's make I a cake. Like. Oh, fuck, it looks like flour. <laughs> it does look like looks like, like, flour. like, it could literally just be, like, in a really expensive bowl of Coke and you're just, like, sitting there <laughs> just, like... <laughs> That's probably what they do, they, like, sniff them up their nose and they're like, oh, I'm going to lift this fucking thing off the floor and put it up and put it above my head and then put it back down again. How amazing. <laughs> but anyway, so you get colours to hands, right, and you yeah. get used to them and you just push to it and all of a sudden you end up with, like, hands that
1: resemble, I don't know, the
0: bottom of, like, your feet. Yep,
1: they absolutely do. That That is a really good comparison because it's basically
0: what it looks like. <laughs> I know, like, say you're, you know, like an African child that's worn shoes for none of their life, like the bottom of those sort of feet, just like feet that are just used to they've dealing with... They've lived a life. They've, they've lived
1: a life. They've lived a life of no shoes. That's They're what tough. happens
0: to your nipples. It goes from like, you know, the, being this smooth, peachy, like, you know, cutesy, sort of sensitive, you know, when someone like, you know, when you're doing sexy to doing sexy doing time.
1: Sexy Time you're doing sexy time, Which <laughs> also doesn't really exist after having a baby. Not the nipples, <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with. No, boobs. like never go back to the. I've only can just, never think of the nipples. I've started having sex with way. my shirt
0: off again because I got I'm getting milk boobies again, and it's not like horrifying for me to take my shirt off oh, and like yeah. literally be slapping Chris Com- in the yeah, face with compared my bed to
1: those, po- um, like post-breastfeeding boobs that are just, like, empty sacks of balloons. Like, Like they're deflated balloons on your chest. Half-filled condoms, that's what I refer them to. Half-filled condoms. About, like, really long ones. I don't know if they're even half-filled. I feel like like, they've not
0: got anything in them. Oh, they've got a tiny bit at the end. Like, someone's had, like, a real – it's just, like, a tiny bit of pre-cum shed between two condoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the – That's all that's (laughs) that's left in those. There's no actual sperm in them. There's nothing useful, nothing – and these like.
1: these are like like long condoms too, like, oh,
0: ex- the, like the extra the condom long condom for version. a big black guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With like a big black dick.
1: That's the kind but of condom. But a- also a thin one, <laughs> like, like a big one, but a thin long one. Skinny, yeah. skinny, skinny black dick. <laughs>
0: skinny, skinny.
1: dick. <black laughs> oh. <laughs> imagine that. So rag. <laughs> like so a this snake. is what this is what's happening on your chest. <laughs> two snakes. <laughs> two, <laughs> two skinny two.
0: black dick snakes. <laughs> Hanging off your chest, barely filled with a tiny bit of pre-cum at the end.
1: Um, And if you move around too much, they're going to hit you in the face. Oh, they're going to hit your partner in the face. Chris would be like, take
0: your (laughs) shirt off. And I was like, no, because I don't want you to go limp as soon as you look at me. (laughs) Like literally. (laughs) To me, I'm like, nothing would dry you up more than looking at my like (laughs) two, like one and a half years of breastfeeding boobs. Like there's nothing like, it's just the least sexiest thing. Like, if I was in a situation where I had to think of something not sexy to try and, like, you know, bring me back down to earth or something, I would just think about those boobs. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'd just dry as the fucking desert. (laughs) (laughs) Put your mops away, all is good, back to reality. (laughs) Definitely a drying up kind of thing. (laughs) So rank. I used to look at myself and and I would just be like, oh, I would – I can't even, like, I'm not getting it. I'm not
1: attracted to that. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're um, picking your boobs up from your knees and, like, rolling them into, <laughs> yeah. into your bra. Like a sleeping bag into my bra. <laughs> yeah. And it's so, so sad because, like... the only way they go in. the You've got... There's, like, a
0: lot of them because, the like, the surface area of them there is pretty, pl- like, quite plentiful. It is, So yeah. you need a bra big enough to be able to fit the surface... Um, area of them.
1: Yeah, all that skin. <laughs> it's like all that skin is a lot. But you just have to like... But it's rolled up.
0: Yeah, and you have to mould it back into a boob shape when you put it back in your bra. But like I used to get, like I'd put a bra on and you could actually see where my boob had folded. <laughs> <laughs> I <Like>, know. <laughs> and I'd like try to pull them up to make a cleavage, but it was just fold. Yeah, but like just... <laughs>
1: No cleavage, just fold. Oh, my God. It was, And I was like,
0: oh.
1: <laughs> and then, heaven forbid, you bend down to pick up that thing that you dropped on the ground and one falls out of your bra and just smacks you in the face. It's barely a fall. It's definitely
0: more of like a flop. A flop, a flop out. A plonk. A plonk onto so, your face. Yeah, you just hear this, like, plonk or sound. A, slat, a slap <laughs> sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? That's just the sound of my boobs hitting my face. better put them back in. <laughs> <Or> my knees. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So rank.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, the more children you have, <laughs> the more flop there is.
0: <gasps> oh, my God. And even having sex after having kids, like after having a baby, because if you've, well, even if, if you've had a C-section, sorry, you've just had major surgeries. So, like, Yeah, you, you can't even
1: pick anything up all
0: you're allowed to pick up is basically your child and anything lighter than that but you're
1: not even allowed to do like you some you can't even pick up your child can you i don't know i think it probably depends whether you birthed a toddler or just like a regular size baby i know some
0: people that birth kids that are fucking toddlers i'm like holy shit you deserve a medal if it is over like if your kid is over eight and a half pounds you should they should give you a sticker Congratulations. You should definitely get
1: a scratch and sniff sticker oh. at that. Like it needs to be a special sticker. I
0: reckon if my ki- if my they're like measuring and they're like, that's going to be a big baby, I'll be like, take it out of the rooftop.
1: <laughs> like what? Out of your mouth? No, out of oh, my mouth. I thought you meant like the pulling it out. Out of
0: my mouth? No. <laughs> Up through your throat and out through your mouth? Oh my God, my only tooth. I would be like... Cut me open, take it out of there, because the uh, because otherwise you're gonna have to turn my giant hole into my butthole and just
1: make it one massive great big hole. Because otherwise, just what happens though? Like you've got to get it sliced into. Oh one. my lord!
0: I would rather have a C-section scar than not have to two holes or, or two yeah, for my vagina to turn into my <laughs> asshole. I would hate for them to have to connect at any point. Like the thought of them ever connecting is just nothing disturbs me more for and I know people that it's happened to and I'm just like, oh my God, give me a cuddle. I'm so sorry. I'm, sorry I'm so sorry hole. that no one said to you, look, <laughs> you go, you're about to end up with one fucking black hole at the bottom of your body. Oh
1: and then you wonder why women don't want to have sex. You know, oh, yeah. soon after a baby, there's these floppy things on your chest. There's maybe like a one hole, two holes combined to oh, one. you're still traumatized about
0: peeing. Like... Oh, imagine yeah. PS and you've still got like literally PSD about the last time, you know, like that a dick has beat up me before and then look what happened. So no,
1: not really keen on doing oh that my God. anytime I'm soon. I'm so like, scared. Don't want to go through that trauma again. I like literally, ha- I bore
0: my eyes out just trying to do a shit at the moment. So like, <laughs> no, I don't want you to stick your fucking dick up there because I'm really, I've got PTSD. <laughs> like, can we just... <laughs> I will literally, I will put on a porn movie for you and you can just like look after yourself, like help yourself. I'm not going to be offended. Please do whatever you got to do, but stay like, away from let's me. Let's just go. Because I'm traumatized. Minimum. Actually, Chris and I didn't take very long because, uh, and Chris is like, oh yeah, but we didn't take, we were watching um the letdown the other night. and They were like this, the woman was like, I- I'm too scared to have sex with you. And he's like, we didn't take that long, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, because by some miracle, I got out completely scot-free. No grazes, no cuts, no nothing. Like, my vagina came out pretty much the same way. It was, well, obviously more stretched, but aside from, you know, that. Yeah, a little bigger. <laughs> swollen as fuck, looking like, you know, the, the thing that dangles off a fucking turkey's neck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but aside
0: from that, but it wasn't cut up. <laughs> That's the
1: best comparison I think I've ever heard I
0: literally just I like, lie. I can't even see a turkey and not be like, God, that Why looks like turkeys- my vagina after I had a kid.
1: <laughs> Why do turkeys have vaginas on their chins? Oh, That's what I can't so understand.
0: They're just the, the poor bastards. They were just destined to just be the shithole, oh, like God. the shittest them and ibises, just like... <laughs> <laughs> They're the God fucking just hated of the those creatures. Like,
1: here, have a vagina on your chin.
0: I oh, know. God's like, hmm <laughs> Turkey, how should we make it? Well, it looks just like a bird nah, Chucka like really destroyed <laughs> vag hanging off its neck. Like
1: Post-baby.
0: <laughs> Post-baby bab- vag- Like, but like literally just post-post-baby.
1: Yeah, like not even just a normal birth, but a really like full-on traumatic <laughs> post-birth.
0: <laughs> where like you can't get away with not even wearing undies for four seconds <laughs> because like it's just like you need to hold it together. How is that shit meant to stay? Like you need to – it's like your boobs after breastfeeding for so long. Like there has to be a point where you got to like – rained it in so it doesn't like tickle the inside of your legs. Oh, I know, but th- th- the
1: struggle is real.
0: It's one of those episodes that I really hope your dad doesn't listen to. I was
1: just <laughs> thinking the same thing in my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh. So dad's going to, hi dad. <laughs> Dad's gonna yeah, be listening to he's this. He's too supportive because he's to. the most supportive person I've ever met in my life.
0: <gasps> oh my god! When he told me that he listened to the first episode, I was like, "No, Jeff, you didn't." Please tell me you didn't. He's like, "No, I loved it. It was so funny. I'm so <laughs> proud of you." And I'm like, "Oh, if I had any other in-laws, I would be so unliked." Oh,
1: you have the best in-law. I have Chris and
0: I have the best parents. <gasps> oh you my have god, the best in-laws. Thank. God. And like, my mum's the same. She doesn't care. She's like, uh, I'm like writing a book at the moment. And I'm like, God, who can I get to proofread this that I know um, is able to proofread, but also isn't offended. And I'm like, well, my mum's really the only person that I know that fits into both of those categories. <laughs> like, that's what she does. <laughs> she proofreads. But... Also, thankfully, she's not offended. She's like, Girl, you just say oh. you, you know, like
1: so proud of you. <laughs> I love your I'm like, Mum, I said
0: cunty the other day on an episode. She's like, Love it.
1: <laughs> you you do what you want, <laughs> yeah. you independent, strong woman. Yeah,
0: totally. She's like, You show him, <laughs> you show the boys. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Mum. <laughs> um Anyway, we've gone so off topic, but I've actually loved where it's ended up. We actually have to wrap it up soon because I did a survey and everyone prefers shorter
1: episodes. (laughs) I mean, we could go on and go off track and I would be really interested to see, like, if we allowed ourselves to go off track, off track, and then off track some more from that off track, where we would end up. Where would we end up? It got to a wild place. (laughs)
0: Like, we were talking about... We're referring to our lady bits as, like, the thing that hangs off a turkey's neck. So I don't even want to know.
1: Yeah. So I, would like, I think if we let it go further, it it could get, I would be like, I would
0: actually say to Jeff, you're not allowed to listen to
1: this. I would say the same thing.
0: (laughs) This is your dad. (laughs) Too much. Way too much. Um. So anyway, so relationships do change after yeah, having and kids, it's, but it's a good
1: thing. It really is. Yeah, and it's totally normal. And like, um, you know, Ed and I, what ten ten years in, um, I think we're in the best place we've ever been. So I think you just, you just really learn each other. So mm. and you, you like, learn what,
0: what ticks, like what
1: buttons not
0: to press, and I and like you guys learned, I think, as well that the thing that was, um. Interrupting you, interrupting your relationship the most, and was the lack of communication. As soon as you communicate, everything's fine. I
1: know it's so true. Communication, like, you know, (laughs) no matter how many times I was told, communication is key. Communication is key. It really, really is. It's just about
0: being honest and being, and like being able to hold space for the other person. So, like, and the more honest that you are, and like, obviously, men um, struggle. To express their feelings, yeah, but
1: if you have you, to be understanding of that as well, yeah. But if
0: if you can be honest with your feelings and not in like a naggy, complainy kind of way, just in a like. I've been – I just uh, – like, they're your friend because they are. They're your best friend at the end of yeah. the day. And if you're going through something, you want to talk to them about it. Yeah. You want to say, I'm really struggling or I'm really – this is how I feel. How are you feeling with it? Because yeah, yeah. I'm really – like, this is different to what I expected or whatever it is. But it's like, you're in it together. You have to remember yeah. that at the end of the day, the thing that created this thing was you two. Yeah, that's
1: So, exactly you need right. to make
0: space for date nights. You need to spend yeah. time together. You need to remember – that your relationship is really important, and, and they're your best friend, yep. and you need to continue that friendship, yep. and yep. just
1: r- realize that
0: that's the thing that's going so to So true.
1: And yeah. that, at the end of the day, it's it's you and them against the world. Not in a n- not saying that in a bad way, but no, no, like, no, it is. You guys are you've got each other's back. If you know nothing, if no one else does, it's it's yeah. you and them. One day your kids will leave you. And then we exactly. you guys again. Exactly. So it's, <laughs> it's you and them
0: against the world. I never even want to think about that. I'm just going to lock Maddie <laughs> up forever.
1: Kira told me she's going to buy the um, neighbour's house next door and build a bridge from their house to our house so that she can be with us forever
0: that's so cute she won't be saying that in a few years (laughs) she'll be like i can't wait to move to a different country mom i hate you (laughs)
1: yes teenage girls yes yeah and i'll be hugging it like
0: don't hate me oh my god and she'll be like god you're literally the bane of my existence i can't stand you so embarrassing (laughs) she will too all right well let's wrap this up thank you so much for listening um I'd love to know other people's perspectives on relationships after kids and if there are things that you struggled with that we didn't actually discuss because obviously we went off topic a bit. Um, But let me know. Email me. Um, Also, make sure that you add yourself or go find my Facebook group called Mums who eat Zanax and wine for breakfast. It's I have to really always think about it. And it's so great. I love it. Like and yeah. it's and it's a really it's completely non judgmental. You can it's like if you wanna have a vent about how much of a fucking wanky your kid's been that day, no one's gonna sit there and judge you for it because yep. the one rule is don't be a cunt and yep. if you're a cunt then you are not Indeed. allowed on anymore. You are out. So like everyone's just like no one's sitting there thinking that you hate your kid and you want to get rid of your kid no. everyone's just like oh god go we and all be like
1: you're not sitting there complaining it's just like just you need can to let it out up. yeah yeah
0: totally sometimes you just need to talk to people who are there have been there and you yeah. know and it makes a big difference once you've said it then it's like oh cool awesome it's off my chest i don't have to yeah. think about it anymore um so make sure that you become part of that group because it's really fun and it's supportive and it's beautiful um, also, make sure you're following me on my socials.
1: <laughs> Just don't slide into a DM with creepy messages. Oh, yeah. So weird. Please. <laughs>
0: also, don't add my personal account on Facebook. People <laughs> have been doing that. I'm like, I don't even add people that I know. <laughs> I
1: know. I went through a stage <laughs> where I'm you like, I don't add people. People add me. They add me. Oh,
0: no, but that's <laughs> what they're trying to do. Um... Yeah, and so Instagram, Facebook, um, that's all my socials, that's it. That's as social as I get. Um, but thank you so much for listening and for being a part of it and for dealing with the phlegm and the fact that I, I think I burped at some stage. Oh, it was really did. rank. And
1: the turkey vaginas. The
0: swearing and the off topicness and the Anyway, you guys love it. I know you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't wait to talk to
0: y'all. Uh, oh, I hate that. I'm never doing that again. Can't wait to talk to everyone next week. Have a fabulous week, and thank you so much, Philippa, for coming on again and Thanks having a chin wag with me. Yeah. Always love it. We chin wag all the time. We yeah. get in trouble for it, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye.
1: Please ask. Mickey is a Hit Network original podcast produced at Hit One Hundred and Five Studios in Brisbane. Created, hosted and produced by Michaela Burnett. Check out pleaseaskmicky.com. Editorial support from Julia Foskey, executive producers Scott McDonald and Matthew Eggleston. For more great audio stories, check out hit.com.au.